You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. On this episode, we are talking about the Purdue Engineering Gift Guide that Purdue puts out every year. And with me to talk about that today is Purdue, Purdue Professor Tamara Moore. Tamara, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, joining the Full Steam Ahead podcast to talk about this exciting project that Purdue's been doing for the last several years. Uh, before we jump into yes. that, let's let our viewers and our listeners get to know a little bit more about you. Just kind of introduce yourself and how you got to your position at Purdue. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, I am a four-time Purdue grad, so boiler up. Uh, and uh, and uh, I, I uh, got my PhD at Purdue and then went off to be a professor at the University of Minnesota for several years. Uh, and Purdue called me home, so I'm back here. Uh, I'm a professor in the School of Engineering Education. And I'm also the executive director of the Inspire Research Institute for Pre-College Engineering. Uh, and in that role, uh, I have had the pleasure of being a part of the Engineering Gift Guide for the last couple of years. And so that's what we're here to talk about. Awesome, man. Yeah, I see a lot of stuff behind you. We're going to kind of get into that here in just a quick second. Uh, before yeah. we jump right into the gift guide itself, uh, I know it's called like the Inspire, uh, Purdue Inspire Engineering Gift Guide. Talk about what, what is Inspire. So Inspire is a research institute uh, that's geared towards uh, all sorts of engineering learning for uh, young people who are pre-college age. And so the faculty who work in Inspire do research around how people learn engineering, how parents can help their kids learn engineering, uh, how teachers teach engineering, uh, all sorts of different things. So we have things that are in school, out of school, homeschool, uh, museum based. So we're looking at lots of different ways that um, it, people develop engineering identity, expertise, understanding, uh, interest and motivation, those kinds of things. Awesome. So you guys are all part of putting this uh, gift guide together. Tell us about what the Engineering Gift Guide is. Great. The Engineering Gift Guide is a web-based uh, guide for helping anyone who's going to give a gift to a younger person uh, who would like to have that gift focus on some facet of engineering learning. Uh, we've done some vetting of these, of these toys and, and we give some, some guidance on um, which toys are out there for you this year that are that are really geared towards that end. Cool. How long has Purdue been doing this? Uh, for seven years. This is our seventh seventh gift guide. Yeah, since 2014. And uh, what kind of like, um, you know, like why Purdue thought this would be a good thing to get involved in? Yeah, actually, it, it's a great story. In fact, so as engineering professors, uh, all of us in our department, we often get. Um, questions from our friends or uh, you know people we meet teachers we work with like lots of different folks about what kinds of toys we get or they ought to get for their kids to promote the engineering learning and that question was so pervasive that uh, it came to the point where we thought well maybe we should do something that's an outreach to the community uh, you know as as Purdue is a land-grant university give back to the to the people of Indiana uh, a way to really think about and know that the gift they're giving is quality because you know the stem movement is huge right now and everything says it's stem and people knew that they wanted some version of something where they could know that there was some quality behind it and so 
we started um, collecting toys and, and gifts. And so we do books and games and toys in the gift guide and rating them to see how well they, they map to engineering. So in the past, the gift guide has really been uh, fully vetted by engineers, uh, engineering professors, engineering students, uh, parents and kids. So, you know, pre-COVID that was, it was a very big testing thing. We would take these out around the community. We'd get lots and lots of feedback. And then we would use that feedback to make decisions. Now this year though, I'm, I'm excited to say that, that even though uh, COVID stopped a lot of that, that really robust, lots of different area review, we got a chance to really let our undergrads take the focus this year. Uh, and uh, we have undergrads who work for Inspire. Uh, there, there are, I think there are 12 of them, four of whom took leadership roles and really they put together the gift guide this year. So with a little bit of guidance from me and a little bit of help from uh, our communications director, Teresa Walker, these four engineering students, undergrad, engineering undergraduate students took on this, did the project scoping for it, uh, contacted all the companies, got them to send them in and, and led all the reviews and, and put the guide together. It's a, and it's beautiful. I'm really excited to, to see them take on the ownership. So even though the, the, the way that we did it was a little different this year, uh, it, it got a chance to really let the students shine. Yeah, that's really cool. I was going to ask that question of how did you still pull this off, you know, with kids getting to test these, but it sounds like you guys mm -hmm. did have to go a little bit different route, but we're still able to pull it off. We did. Yeah. Of course, you know, we're all kids at heart. So we <laughs> right. actually did play with them and make, like play with them, read them, say, are they fun? Uh, and it's, there's a lot of them that are, that are very, very fun. Uh, even for, you know, me as a, you know, not kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of some of the fun toys, I see some of them behind you. Want to go ahead and highlight maybe like top five or so of the featured, uh, ideas this year. Okay. Well, so the gift guide this year has a, a top 10. Um, so now you, you're, you're going to get to see my five favorites. If, okay. if I get to pick five, that's exciting. Okay. So my number one, and actually, I think everyone's number one favorite is this one called Gravitrax. So Gravitrax is a, a marble run game. And Gravitrax is also, it's an entire set of, of, of toys. Uh, you can buy lots of different sets, kind of like you can buy lots of different Lego sets. Um, but this one's called uh, Obstacle. So, and I believe it is a Target only gift this year. So this particular Gravitrax set, you can only buy from Target. Um, all of them would be amazing, but I really love this one. It's got, it's got cool obstacles in it. It's got trampolines and these little tilt arm things that marbles run across and, and little um, spirals. And it's just got a lot of really cool pieces to it. But what's really fun about it uh, to me is it's got a lot of problem solving and spatial reasoning. So they, the game itself comes with different maps to different courses that you can, you can set up so that a student could look at this and try and figure out and create the exact same thing. So you can, you can do the pre-designed tracks, but it's also got this beautiful ability to have a lot of design in it. So the students can plan something, create it, test it. It's got a lot of, um, a lot of little nuances about how things fit together. So there's a lot of testing that would have to happen. Um, it has like a zip line, a little zip line marble thing. And it's super cool. cool. And in that one, like it, that one is a little finicky. So you have to like think about how high it is and how far apart things are. So it's got a lot of beautiful design and spatial reasoning pieces to it. It, I really like this one because it's, I played with it by myself and I had an, I had a ball. 
but I would also can imagine um, an entire group of people sitting around uh, a big table and everybody like building something together or building off and running multiple marbles, things happening from one, uh, you know, at a time. Yeah. So it's got like a full family fun piece to it. Um, and it is, it's just, it's just really fabulous. I really, I really, really like that one. Um, let's see. Another one of our top uh, 10 is this one that's called Me the Mechanic Strike. And so this one, uh, you put together this, this middle piece here. That's got a lot of, again, a lot of spatial reasoning to it. And then you're pouring marbles to make this thing spin and knock over these little um, towers that you can see here. But there's a lot of different ways to play it. The putting it together has a lot of, is really, really where the, the engineering lies. Um, but the way, but also a little bit in how the physics of the thing is going to work. So it's got a lot. Of, it's got a lot of endless fun because it has a lot of different ways you can actually play that game. So there's many things going. This one's my favorite uh, small person toy, smallest person toy. So this is a really for your toddlers. Um, and why I really like this one. So we want to we want to help people focus on spatial reasoning. Um, spatial reasoning is incredibly important for uh, kids to learn and learn well, especially if you want them to be able to be successful in a STEM field. There's a lot of research out there that talks about um, the ability of first year engineers, uh, for example, to make it through engineering and how spatial reasoning plays a part in that. And honestly, a lot of the real spatial reasoning that we do with our um, our kids happens at very young ages. So think like, Probably when you were young, you had a, one of those little blue balls that had shapes and you, you pull it apart, dump all the shapes out, and then you have to stick the shapes back through the holes, like the star has to go in the star hole. So that's spatial reasoning. So it's, you know, this 3D objects and how they work together. So this one has that piece to it because it's, um, it's got cards that come with this where the, it's got both profile and top-down views of, of how, you, how you get this thing to balance. But it's also got a lot of interesting science in it that most young to people toys don't have. And it's, it's, in, it's more the intuitive science that we would want. But where you put these along this teeter-totter thing matter, right? So it's got a center of gravity piece, which is a very important concept beyond the spatial reasoning that we're talking about. This toy is also just beautifully made. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I, it's just, it's wooden, it, it's high quality. Uh, it's gorgeous. I have a friend, actually, another professor. Uh, her son is six months old right now, and this is what I'm buying for him for Christmas <laughs> this year. Because I, I also think that you know, as it's going to grow with as they get older, as an adult could play games with them and say, okay, I'm going to put this, like maybe I'm going to put these two toys over on this side. Now you have to make this balance, but you can't use either of these colors. You have to use something else. So like you, you could, you can create challenges out of this too to get them to balance it and think about where they go. From a center of mass too. That's really so, cool. And as you get the next one uh, right, I know a lot of people listen to this podcast. I uh, just want to encourage anybody who's listening to this podcast maybe to go over to the website and watch this interview so you can kind of see these. Also, as before I forget, I will put the list on our website, uh, the, the gift guide, and also just try to find any additional B-roll to add to this so so people can kind of see what Tamara is pointing out to us, especially those who are just listening to the episode. Right, oh, ahead. so sorry. I, no, no, I, I, I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> um, all right. So this is called Code Rocket. There's actually three of them. There's Code Car, Code Piano, Code Rocket. We, Code Rocket's the one that made it on, technically made it onto the top 10, but uh, they're, they're all fairly similar. So it's whatever context you like the best. Um, it is a microcontroller that you plug into your computer 
uh, and then you download some computer app that, to go with it. But it's a beautiful teaching of coding, um, like game toy type thing. And so what, the way it's set up is that in the beginning, you get a really nice uh, set of code that will do the challenge that's been put in front of them. And so it, it runs, the code already runs. Uh, and then the, it'll give you challenges to say like, okay, well, if it's lighting up, uh, actually, I'll go ahead and I'll pull, I'll pull this out. So it's got multiple LED lights and sounds and things that happen. But if it's lighting up, like say the number four um, LED light and, and that's what the code is doing now it might say instead light up the number six one and so you know that would change and, and, and light up a different light on here or um you know maybe light up all four lights at the same time so it's got a lot of really cool challenges in it but it's also got a piece where the they, they show you different code for a different kind of challenge but the code doesn't work yeah. and now you have to figure out what's wrong with it um it has it has both like written instructions it has video and in, video instructions that tell you what every line of code does it's based in C++ programming, which um, is, a, is a very common language that you know, most engineers have to learn. Um, it's got these cards that come with it that talk about um, the, the syntax of the codes. And I think these are just really beautiful in terms of what they say and, and how they say it and what the code is about. Uh, so this is really nice as well. Um, it's just got a lot of really endless ways of helping students think through coding but then of course it's got a space where you can just open code on it so if you want to do something completely different you can create your own challenges and then go for it so in terms of an introduction to microprocessors and coding i think this is a fabulous toy uh, you know probably middle school and up okay. um in terms of thinking about who might want to do this although if you have somebody who it doesn't have to you could go younger than that for you know if, if your, your your student or your child is ready for that so yeah, you can kind of think about that in that way. And so maybe finally I'll highlight a book instead. Let's see. So we've done we've done sort of middle ages and we've done little one, the littlest ones, and we've done all right. So why don't we do um actually maybe I'll just talk through both of these books real quick because yeah. they're not too long to tell. So Addie Matic and the Toasterific is one of is one of our picture books. Uh, and this book is really fun because it focuses on design. So she doesn't like to get up in the morning. Addie doesn't like to get up in the morning. And she wants to shorten her morning routine a little bit by getting a way to get the, her toast made for breakfast without her having to do it. And so she goes through and designs a very complicated Rube Goldberg-like machine uh, to put her toaster in her oven, or put the toast into the toaster oven and, and get it going. Actually really just pushing down the lever and uh, so it's a it's a really fun book about design and all the problem solving she goes to make the, to make this little contraption work. On the other hand, this book, the Sim Club goes exploring, is also a picture book, but it's a little bit of an older um, student picture book. It's got a lot more words and a lot more things going on. So I'd say this is upper elementary or maybe even lower middle school. So it's not a chapter book, but it's a, it's definitely a little picture book. But the it's a Sim Club, and they are going exploring to a bunch of different places where STEM jobs exist, and they're learning about the different STEM jobs all around. I really thought this was a great book because it really gave the conceptions of what engineers do, rather than where this shows like engineering at work without really necessarily calling it engineering, the adiumatic one. Um, the STEM club one actually pulls out and says, this is what an engineer does in this scenario. And not all of them are engineering jobs too. So it's, an, it's a STEM club, so there's some geology things and, and other types of, of stem jobs as well but i really like this one i thought it did a really good job of highlighting what makes an engineer an engineer 
Um, and and uh, it was really nice. I, it was I was surprised. I wasn't I wasn't expecting that one to be so fun. And maybe just one more of the the moon mission. This is definitely an older student yeah. book, probably probably uh, high school age. It's a, it's a chapter book. It puts the student in or the reader in the um, in the, the driver's seat of being an astronaut and what what it would have been like to be with Neil Armstrong and, and Buzz Aldrin as they were you know going through their entire moon mission. Uh, I I do want to send out a caution for that one. It's it's got some very very um, explicit language around what happens in space in terms of the dangers so like for example it does talk about what happens if you would if you would get out into space and your spaceship or your space uh, soup would start a leak and, and how and actually what happens to your body so it's it's pretty it's pretty um it's pretty graphic in the way it describes it so definitely um you you might want to think about the audience of the of the person that you might give that one to good to know uh, but it's a really cool book. It's got a lot of historical pieces in it. It even talks about how like, you know, the, the pre-World War II Germany had a lot to do with the current space, the space race at that time and um, talks a little bit about Russia and the different, or sorry, at that point, the Soviet Union uh, and, and how, actually it wasn't the Soviet Union, it was, it was Russia. So how Russia and then the Soviet Union played a role also then in the space race. So um, it's, it's a really neat book for some older kids if, if those are, might, are really interested in space That's and we're right. produced so we got to we got to definitely say, like say hey to, hey to neil armstrong space. and buzz Aldrin, right <laughs> yeah you can't talk can't talk space without talking purdue or vice versa so that's right awesome tamara thank you so much for showing all those those are cool again like i was saying a little bit ago we'll, we'll get that lit that full list on the website for people to check out themselves and you know uh again i encourage you to go over the website just to even be able to watch as she kind of demonstrated some of those um, I assume these are available, like you mentioned the one was a target only, but I mentioned Amazon yeah, so, target. Right. Uh, so the web, the, the, the guide, like I said, this year is a, is a web based guide. So, uh, when you go find a toy, you're interested, you can click on it. It has our reviews. Um, but it also has a link. Um, generally we tried to use Amazon links when that was possible uh, because we figured that was the, the easiest way. Uh, but there are some where uh, that aren't being sold on Amazon uh, for one reason or another. Some really good ones, like we had a we one of our top ten toys, uh, the one that's called Word Struct, is a it's I think it came out of a Kickstarter campaign. So I think it's still like in production with just the the person who's like a very small company who's who's working on it right now. So like there's a, there's a lot of differences in in that, but uh, you you know you can find them throughout. In lots of different places. And then, like I said, Gravitrax, we've got the link for Target on our website for this particular version of Gra Gravitrax, but um, you can get lots of Gravitrax on Amazon, for example. So there, if Amazon's your thing, <laughs> you can make that happen. Find most of them there. Um, There's lots of our things during this time, right? You're yeah. kind of highlighting some of those. It sounds like these are geared for all ages from young toddler or infant to uh, high school, it sounds like, right? Yeah, maybe not quite true infant, but you know, probably 10, 10, 10 months, I think is some of the, some of the lowest toys, I guess that's still an infant, but, um, but they, you know, they, they, they tend to be at the, the, at the upper age of the toddler range. So usually start about three elders. Like I said, there's a few that are for really, really young. Yeah. And they're so cool because, kids. you know, they're, they're fun, but yet you're learning. It's, it's, it's way better than, you know, a mindless game or a video game or anything like these are like yeah. things that are getting people engaged and using their brains while having fun because they look like really cool fun toys as well 
Yeah, there, there's lots of really great stuff behind me. I, uh, it, it, we, you know, we'll end up giving this to organizations around, around the, the community. Uh, probably, mostly, uh, generally, we give uh, or give uh, the Imagination Station the first rights to these, and they take what they want, and then we work from there because they, they'll then use them for the community. So these, these go out and, and help our community too. So the donations are really useful, also for local. So that's kind of nice. After you're done playing with them, right? Right, of course. <laughs> I got to I got to figure out what I'm going to give to my nephew and uh, and to my friends my friend's child, right? Like I've got to figure all this out. Right. Um, I was going to ask you this earlier. How how long do you guys uh, work on this? When do you start compiling this list? <laughs> well, we've started compiling the list for next year already. Yeah, okay. So it's it's a year round project. It definitely has a a serious up tick in the, starting in late summer and into the fall when we're when we're coming down to having to have it done but um the, the we are like for example we have some toys who've already, that have already come in and they missed the the deadline for the 2020 guide so they're we'll ask the companies if they want them to go into the 2021 or like be be considered for the 2021 guide and so you know we use a lot of of research in order to decide what goes into the guide uh, this year we used a framework uh, called the Framework for K uh, Quality K-12 Engineering Education, which was developed to think about curricula and standards at, at the K-12 level for formal education. That's made up of, of nine indicators of what makes um, a high quality engineering experience. Uh, but we then just realized that those categories were also really important for what makes something a good engineering toy. So since we didn't have the ability to ask engineers and uh, have kids play with them and have parents talk about them. We tried to really pull the research in much, much more um, deeply this year, uh, and that—that's one way we have done that is through is through using that research-based space. I feel like I got off track there. Though. What was the question I was answering? You're all good. You're all good. Awesome, Tamara. Thank you so much for uh, showing showing us these and, and just enlightening us about the gift guide and how it comes together. As we're wrapping up here, anything else you want our listeners or viewers to know? Yeah, you know, this I kind of mentioned that that you know we we thought this was going to be an outreach just to Indiana, but it's it's got a it's got a life of its own, which has been really fun. So as of this recording, uh, the gift guide has been looked at in all fifty states and seventy six countries around the world, and already twelve thousand hits. So this is a, an exciting thing for us because while we were hoping to give back to our community and to the greater state of Indiana through our land grant mission, we found that the, the mission has, has really spread and we hope to help kids all around the world yeah. see the joy and wonderfulness that is engineering. Awesome. Well, now that anybody who's now listened to this episode or watched it, you're less than a month away from Christmas. So take these ideas, go find them online and uh, shop for your, your kids, your nephews, your family, or whoever uh, these fit for, right? Yes, that's right. Awesome. Tamara, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I, I really enjoyed it. It was really nice to meet you. You too. Happy holidays to you and your family and Boiler Up. Thank you. Boiler Up. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and tune in. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.